Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester, the podcast. We have got a marvellous show lined up for you today. We really, really have. It's guests galore, everybody. We've got mayors, we've got travel councillors. Woof. You can't go anywhere. Mayors, manners, and a murderess. And a bush. Rah. Bush, rah. <laughs> bush, rah, rah. It's only on Your, your Manchester. Manchester. Well, who'd have thought that Belinda scandal could turn Jeremy Paxman? But that's exactly what she has done when she interviewed the lovely Mayor of Manchester, Andy Burnham. But what did she really want to find out? It's been a difficult time, hasn't it, for everybody? But we're getting through it, and I think the city's ready to bounce back now. And how do you feel the people of Manchester have coped with this pandemic? Oh, as ever, you know, people have been strong they've stood together you know last year when i had my little bit of an argument with boris do you remember, do you remember that oh yeah um, we remember that <laughs> <laughs> well what i remember from that i remember a lot of things from that but i also remember the support really and it was I, that for me is what the place is all about isn't it you know people are there aren't they? they they stand behind you they may not agree with everything you do sometimes but i just think everyone has stuck together through this difficult uh, time we, we we stood strong together and I think we're going to come back out of this even even better than we were before. That's that's my hope, anyway. Now, you just mentioned there that you did stand up to Boris. Now, why was it so important for you to stand up to him? Because it wasn't for the sake of it. Let me just be honest about that. It wasn't just, oh, well, you know, here's a good PR opportunity. It was definitely not that. It was a feeling that had been growing all through last year that the government had gone back into its normal mode of treating the North basically as second-class citizens. And that came over really strongly um, when they tried to shut our pubs and give people a 67% furlough, so two-thirds of their wages. Now, if you work in an office, you can probably cope on two-thirds of your wages, but you can't if you work in a, in a pub. And it just became a big point of principle. I just wasn't having it, basically. I didn't see why we should have it for people uh, who were on the lowest wages. And actually, we've been under restrictions for a long time at that point, and the government hadn't ever really recognised that. You know, the minute London went under restrictions, they threw a big check in their direction. So it just became a point of principle, uh, and I and I don't regret it. I didn't manufacture it, but I don't regret it. And if you continue being mayor for Manchester, uh, what changes? What are you trying to implement, and what will you make better about our lovely city? Well, there's one, I think, um, that stands out, and it's the big issue that's holding us back as a city at the moment, and it's transport. You know, if we go around the world, if you travel to other cities like, like ours, you know, you expect to see integrated transport that's easy to use, and that isn't the case in terms of the transport system that we've got. It's fragmented, confusing, and expensive. It's overpriced. So the big commitments I'm making at this election is to create what I call a London-style public transport system in Greater Manchester. So I've already said I'll bring the buses back under public control, which uh, is an important first step. Beyond that, what we've got to do is create a system where people can catch as many buses or trams as they like in any day and only pay up to a cap, a daily cap, as people have got in London. You know, where all of our buses, let's say, are all the same colour, um, 
all integrated with our trams. It's a tap-in, tap-out system. I personally think that will take Greater Manchester up to the next level uh, as a city. And I think it's the, it's the single biggest thing that we need. And it's my main commitment at this election. But if you turn the buses back to the public, does that mean it's going to cost the council taxpayer money? Can you guarantee it won't? Well, I'm not, I can't guarantee it won't, but I can guarantee to the public we'll get better public value for what we already give to the bus companies. So people may not realise, but they get £100 million a year of public money. And it's not money well spent because it props up a system that is commercial and they're in charge. And they've got us over a barrel, to be honest, because sometimes they say, well, unless you, unless you give us X amount of money, we're going to remove this route. So the public money gets spent in ways that, you know, sometimes we've no control over. So I, it needn't cost us any more money, actually. Once we've got the buses under public control, we will get more for the money that we're already putting in. When we decide the fares, when we decide where buses go, the timetable, I think we'll get much better value for the public than we currently do. Uh, we had another question that came in, and I'll try and get this correct. Uh, the LGBT community have had many issues in the past with policing in Manchester. With the issues that the GMP have recently had, can you assure the LGBT community uh, that we will not see a reversal of the great strides that have already been made? Oh, I, I can. I mean, it has been difficult uh, recently. So people kind of forget, but GMP suffered massive cuts uh, over the kind of early part of the last decade. Uh, we lost 2,000 officers. And then if you think about it, in the last few years, we've had the arena incident. Um, we, we've got, had a whole range of other things that have really put pressure on GMP and the, the introduction of their new computer system. So it's been a tough time. I'm not going to make any bones about that. But I'm absolutely confident that GMP will be coming back strong under the new chief constable that we've uh, appointed. We are recruiting more police officers. Um, there are just under 700 more since I came into office. We're recruiting 300 further more this year, so we'll have 1,000 more back by the end of, of the coming year. And we've brought forward a strategy uh, on gender-based abuse. And we're going to go out to full public consultation on it. So we'll want to speak to all members of the community to let us know what, what you think about it so we can get this uh, right. But I can absolutely give the commitment today that um, tackling uh, violence uh, against uh, people um, from whatever background will be a, a massive priority. Supporting victims uh, will be a massive priority going, going forward. Uh, and I think what you will quickly see is change for the better within Greater Manchester Police. All right. And uh, the other question was, uh, we have seen the leader of the Labour Party visiting a church that supports conversion therapy. Now, quite rightly, today he's apologised, and I'm sure you will condemn these churches and the conversion therapies. But do you, as a man of faith, find conflict between your faith and LGBT issues? No, I, no, I don't, because I'm not, if I'm honest, particularly a man of faith. So I was brought up a Catholic, um, but... To say I'm kind of agnostic is probably putting it <laughs> putting it strongly in that I, I'm you know I'm not I'm not particularly a practicing man of faith. I mean you can't dif divorce yourself from your background, can you? What you know what what kind of um, kind of led you to where you were? But through my years in Parliament, I repeatedly voted against the position the Catholic Church wanted me to vote on on 
uh, matters uh, uh, to, to do with um, uh, matters of, of sexuality and, and equality. And, you know, I, 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 I look back and say, rightly so. And on the weekend, the visit that the leader of the Labour Party made, I just want people in our community here to know I fed in my concerns via my office immediately. Um, uh, as soon as I was made aware of it, um, I was obviously very disappointed, to say the least. That's, that's putting it too mildly, probably. Um, it shouldn't have happened, and I'm glad that uh, Keir Starmer finally you know, came out and, and, and said that. It's clear some mistake was made, because I don't believe in any way that Keir Starmer um, endorses uh, the views of the church in question, but it's clear a mistake was made and it shouldn't have been uh, shouldn't have been made. So, no, I don't have any, you know, I've always voted strongly for LGBT rights. I always will do. Um, as mayor, I've um, obviously been supported by Carl Austin being in my role. I was the first mayor in the country to appoint somebody to uh, an LGBT advisor role. So pr proud of the things that we've done, but there is obviously much more to do going forward. Excellent. And just before we finish with you, uh, if you could sum up in three things uh, what you will do, what were your highlights uh, for if you become uh, continued as mayor? So definitely transport, London style transport. Um, that's absolutely uh, top of the top of the tree to pick out a couple more. I think we have to get more serious about climate change. So uh, we've got a goal of being zero carbon by 2038. I think we've really got to go for it. Because if we do, I think that's the source of a, of a lot of jobs for people uh, here. Um, if you think about it, we're going to have to retrofit every home in Greater Manchester to hit that 2038 target. So we can kind of rise to the kind of climate crisis and in doing so, solve the jobs crisis. And that is going to be a really big theme uh, for me as mayor going forward. We have to recognise that we've been hit hard by the pandemic, and that's because of the poor nature of some people's jobs, the poor quality of some people's homes. So let's have a big focus here on better transport, better jobs, better homes. That'll be very much the core of my mission if I'm re-elected as Mayor of Greater Manchester. Well, step inside, everybody. There's a marquee about to erect. And it's going to have this legend known as Lady Busher there. It's one event that we really wanted to find out more about. Oh, my God, guys. Basically, yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Lady Busher. Yeah, international icon. Thank you very much for having me. Basically, yeah, I put on a show called Drive to Drag. And as you guys have correctly stuck to the script, yeah, I'm just going to repeat it. It's a great show. It's got a fabulous lineup. We've got Joe Black. We've got Danny Beard. We've got Luna Lovescock. We've got Minara L. Waters. We've got Julie Noted. We've got Narcissa Nightshade. We've got Why She Black. Don't send me letters. That's just her drag name. But basically, yeah, it's an amazing cast. It's going to be in an outdoor theatre that's tented. You're going to drive your car in, you've got an app, you can order food, you can order drink, you can order my merch, obviously. And uh, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be so much stuff going on. We're really, really excited. We're really, really excited. And, how did this um, all come about, yeah. Lady Bushra? How, how did you get everybody on board? Because it sounds fantastic Doesn't to get it? everybody together Amazing. Like yeah, basically, a lot of it was co-ordered, if I'm honest with you, yeah, because like... <laughs> Who do I work with me? Let's face it, yeah. But yeah, no, no, basically, yeah, I'm well connected, isn't it? Is the way, listen, yeah, the way that you get a drag queen to do something for you is if you've got some dirt on her. So I was like, listen, if you don't do the show, yeah, we're going to have a problem. And uh, that's how the show was curated. And that's why I'm not doing it, because there's no dirt on me. I oh, Belinda, don't you worry. Don't you worry. 
as I get to know you more and more, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot of each other. So, oh. have you got a favourite uh, drag queen on that lineup there, or is that putting you on the spot? Well, do you know what? Yeah, like a mother never chooses between her children. Yeah, but I'm not a good mother like that. I'm really looking forward to seeing Joe Black. Joe Black is phenomenal. Obviously, RuPaul's Drag Race season two extraordinaire. He's absolutely phenomenal in terms of their drag, their dark cabaret. It's the type of stuff that you never really see. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else just uh, does drag and stuff, and that's cool. Everyone's amazing. Yeah, every each drag is valid. But like Joe Black, you don't see it like that. Like I saw them perform a few days ago and it was phenomenal. Like the way they do music, the way they play live instruments. You guys are in for a treat, honestly. You should you should really get your tickets booking. Also, we've got an offer on right now, 50% off tickets. A whole car with five people, only 49 quid. You can't go wrong with these prices. You can't go That's wrong, amazing. honestly. I, I think it's a really good idea as well that you're, you're having a marquee, or as I call it, a dress, and you're inviting people to be, I got a smile, and you're inviting people to come and watch this wonderful performance in there. Now, what style uh, would you say this mostly leans itself towards, please, Lady Bushra? Uh, I, well, uh, it's not leaning anywhere because it's tented and it's going to be upright, yeah. But basically, I think it's, um, I think basically, yeah, the style is like cabaret. It's like a variety cabaret show because like Minara L. Waters is like the Bollywood uh, princess. We've got Luna Lovescock, who does amazing, like, uh, bad girl drag. You've got Joe Black, who's, like, dark cabaret. Danny Beards is camp as hell. I'm hosting the whole show, by the way. Thanks very much for asking. I'm Are you hosting the show? I'm funny. So, like, yeah, it's a, really, it's a cabaret <laughs> show, and it's a lot of variety. Now, are you looking forward to getting back out there? Because I know you started off in the digital world, really. We were, we knew you um, and, and your beginnings of Lady Bushra doing parodies and all that kind of thing. So lockdown for you might not have been that different kind of doing digital content, but can you just like, are you excited about doing a show? Yeah, to be honest with you, uh, that, that's a really sensitive topic because like with the pandemic, I've gone full on Stockholm syndrome mode. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, like I don't want to step out, but like you got to do it. Do you know what I mean? You got to get on the stage. I'm only joking. I'm really looking forward to getting on the stage. <laughs> but like obviously when, when you do digital drag, yeah, there's a few um, enhancements that you can use with filters and stuff. Yeah. And um, obviously I can't put a filter on in real life. So I just want to say to people, enjoy the show. It's going to be phenomenal. But as far as uh, uh, looking at my face is concerned, lower your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, why did you and when did you get into doing in the drag? What was the inspiration behind you and your, and your character? <clears throat> okay, so I'm going to drop character now. I'm going to speak in my normal <laughs> voice. <laughs> this is how I normally talk. Um, uh, well, thank you very much for having me, guys. In terms of my inspiration, why I decided to do drag, um, I mean, obviously, Lady Busher is a drag character that I play, but it's inspired by um, the bad girls of Bradford. Um, and it's got a little bit of a political message to it. You know, you'll get, you'll see, um, you know, my drag is very much Bradford on acid, and you will see girls like this in Bradford. And it's really nice to see them embracing their culture. But a lot of the times, they tend to act larger than life and it's because they've got a finite amount of time before they are married off or they have an arranged marriage and so they kind of become a caricature, caricature of themselves and they want to do everything and they're not allowed to so they just lie about it so that's where the character really came from so lady busher is a compulsive <laughs> liar but you know it's a it's an important message but with heavy doses of humor are you still doing your podcast as well 
yes yes yeah absolutely tell belinda about your podcast it's just fabulous oh yeah belinda we'll have to have you on the podcast well we have to have both of you guys on the podcast actually so the the podcast is called you don't love me um and it is both with my husband and i so we are known as the you don't love me boys when i'm out of bushra and um it's all about life through the perspective of a gay gay south asian uh, married couple really so we just talk about all topics that are current and relevant and i'm really proud to say that it's one of the fastest growing lgbt podcasts uh globally um it's got traction all around the world i think um we have a lot of russian and indonesian listeners so go figure um and you know it's something that we we've, we've curated we've created a community a safe space we have a lot of people asking us for support in terms of uh you know how they can uh, leave oppressive uh, regimes and countries so i'm really proud of, of of what we've done with the with the podcast and yeah we we tend to have a lot of guests and stuff on and uh, yeah it's it's a, it's a nice community well that's lovely part that sounds, sounds absolutely brilliant um so, Lady Bushra, is she a nice character or a bit of a sass character? Lady Bushra, if you like Lady Bushra, there's something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> or if you can see Lady Bushra in you, I think there's something you might want a personality check, I suppose. Uh, she's not a nice person. Like, you know, she's a bit of a sassy, brassy girl. She's very loud and sort of in your face and quite different to how I am in, in, in real life. But yeah, but she's endearing at the same time, you know? With her lies, you know, you know she's lying and she knows that you know you're lying, but you just kind of go along with it. So, yeah, she's, that's what Lady Bushra is. So where do you hail from then? Are you originally, like you say, from Bradford and are you still in Bradford? Uh, so I live in Manchester now, um, but uh, I am a British Pakistani who is originally from Bradford. Yes, yeah. So the girls who I play, I know very well. And sometimes when I get up in Kish, I'm reminded of my sister to a certain extent and I'm like oh dear <laughs> I didn't know you were in Manchester if you're in Manchester you could come in here this evening and been with us socially distanced girl I'm gonna get in that car I'm driving there right now <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you got by the end of the you'll show. totally outshine us I'm loving the outfit I know it's you amazing. look sensational how long does it take you to get ready remember what I said guys filters in real life <laughs> it's not this good. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at us through triple glazing at the moment, I tell you. <laughs> uh, triple glazing and a bit of Vaseline is going to be used at some point. It takes it? about two and a half to three hours to get ready. Like, my makeup takes about an hour and ten, which isn't too bad. But the sari, the draping, the jewellery, the cheap hair, the whole the whole thing is what takes takes the most time, to be honest with you. That's fantastic. I love it. I am so getting a ticket to come and see you on the 26th of May, because I just think... It's great. It's well needed. And I think it's really clever that the way that they are doing this, you know, in yeah. this big tent, I think it's amazing. You can get 800 people in there, can't you? Uh, yes, absolutely. So it's an 800 um, uh, um, person venue that's COVID compliant. Outside of COVID, it's, it can hold about 16,000 people. So it's a very large venue. Um, Saturday, 22nd of May in uh, Manchester. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really looking forward to it. There's a really diverse um, cast that we've got. I mean, we could always make it more diverse, but I was very keen to, you know, as a curator and, and manager of the show, I was very keen to have a um, diverse lineup. And I'm really proud to say that, you know, w that is something that we've achieved. Fingers crossed we sell out and then we can do it all over again. <laughs> I think it'll sell out. Once again, where do people get tickets from if they want to get tickets, Lady Bushra? 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, so if you want to uh, grab a ticket, guys, uh, it's www.driveinside.co.uk. That's www.driveinside.co.uk. Um, head over to their page, scroll down to find the Drive to Drag show. Um, and also, I've got an exclusive for you guys. And well, it's not really an exclusive, but a reminder enter um, cast in uh, the promo code section to get a 10% discount as well. Wow. I love a bit of a discount. I love a discount. Oh, I'm sure now, as my mother used to say. Hands up, who's dying for a holiday? Well, have we got a treat for you? The man who can, Gary Manners from Travel Counselors, and he's about to make all your dreams come true. I can't believe it. It's fantastic uh, to be back. People are touching. I've been let out of the house. It. It's been amazing. So. You are the man <laughs> that everybody wants to talk to at the moment, I, mean, I imagine. Yeah, things are picking up. It's getting busier and people are booking and they're booking for next year as well so and what uh, are things people are moving currently along. booking at the moment then what's like the, well, the trend we're focusing mainly on uk staycations mm -hmm. so um, we've got all different kinds of holidays we've got round britain cruisers we've got motorhomes we've got boating holidays they're just a few examples of what what's available so and people you can are... get a bit kind of a variety going you don't just have to think oh well we'll, we'll go to this hotel you can be a bit Different. Yeah. And I've I love some of these quirky I've things. Tell us some about some Quirky UK staycations just to, to get everyone in the mood. And a few of the things we we're looking at, um, I sent a few slides yes, over earlier. So hopefully you can show the viewers uh, what we've got. But we've got uh, treehouse holidays. I love a treehouse. Um, Let's look at this treehouse though. Because that's a treehouse. It's not just a treehouse. It's not just a treehouse. That's not like one you'd have in your back garden. <laughs> no, it's not. You've got your own private lake, your own boat. You've got your hot tub. You've got fantastic I mean, accommodation. You've got me sold. So oh, uh, that's down in St Ives as well in Cornwall. So. That is fantastic. Yeah. So what kind of prices are you looking at if you wanted to, you know, go and rent somewhere like that out? That particular one, mm -hmm. it's quite exclusive. So it's over two grand for four nights. So, it, But it is popular. Oh, I imagine, that's you know. That's not a yeah. price though, really. Yeah. For how many nights? Yes. For four nights. Yeah. And how many people can you get? Four in there? people that so, one. Yeah, so to be, to be fair, yeah. break it yeah. down into four and then four again. It's not that costly, yeah. time, is it? Absolutely. For but to get in, you're looking at the end of the year, early next year. It's that popular. Now, that if you can't popular. afford a tree house, um, I've heard yurts are quite um, a good option. Yeah, the forest yurts in South Wales. Um, again, if you've got the slide for that one, I'll show you the pictures on that. You've got your outside hot tub again, yeah. which is your your wood burner heated hot tub. So that's a bit quirky. You've got your barbecues, you've got your outside shower, you've got all the wonderful countryside as well. Now I so. feel a bit safer in this one because I've got two kids and they're right cheeky ones. And I don't think house, you'd like think... that one as much because it's a bit more outdoory and you strike me as somebody who'd be more... Oh no, I like that. <laughs> five star, six star you know, luxury. Being five foot two, I feel a little bit like a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> So I think I'd be quiet. Put you in the side of a hill. Yeah. That would work, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can see that working. <laughs> oh, so what other things have you got with your sleeve? Oh, wow. Well, there's just so much. I mean, you've got, there is a Hobbit house in South Wales. Yeah, I love just it. With you're the green room. And um, again, but inside you've got all the luxury. You know, you've got your four-poster beds and yeah. you've got your kitchen and absolutely brilliant. So the parents are catered for and the then parents, you've also got the quirkiness that the kids, kids. might like. And so then you've got all the, got the outside countryside, you've got the hot tub breaks, the pet-friendly holidays if you want to take the dog with you as well. Yes. Um, you've got the boating holidays. Um, and if you actually, talking doing... about boats, right, 
Now, obviously, you've got cruises to think about because they have been hit very hard. When are they starting to make a return to the waters? Well, we are currently booking for all the UK round Britain cruises. So all the major cruise lines are getting involved. Uh, we've got uh, the Cunard QE2 in September. Right. Prices from 699 for a week. Princess Cruises, they're doing a four-nighter in August from 490 Wow. They're not expensive, That's really. Not, is it? The maiden voyage of the P&O Iona, which is the brand new LNG powered ship, so it's all eco friendly. Uh -huh. um, that's from 1028. And then, of course, Disney, Disney Cruises. We've got two and three night cruises in August, and it's the Magic at Sea Disney, which oh is absolutely goodness. fantastic. I mean, they've never done the UK. No. First time. First time. Um, it is exciting. It's going to be popular, though, so. My advice to anyone is get get your bookings in now because it's going to be so, so popular. So I suppose everybody be asking, on the Disney cruise, what can they expect? Well, all the Disney characters, um, you've got all the Disney shows, um, you've got Buffalo Bill and Wild, all the Wild West shows and everything. I've got all to the say, entertainment, all the songs from, from I, Disney. I oh. went when Daisy was two, she's now ten, to Disney. did a Disney cruise. Yeah. Oh, a cruise? Around the Mediterranean and it was got to be the best holiday sorry just in about our honeymoon it was <laughs> holiday that i've ever had because i didn't want to leave i was in this disney bubble you know i was smiling the whole time and the characters are there they're up it's mickey mouse there oh they're all Everybody. there you've got peter Everybody. pan you've got tinkerbell you've got the rescue rangers <gasps> chip and dale oh my god it's it's incredible you have beauty and the beast Honestly. I might just, just interrupt this little interview in case the husband's watching <coughs> and remind him how big a fan I am and it's my birthday coming up soon, <laughs> Mr Husband. <coughs> but what I like about this and, and these cruises is because they're quite short and because they're in the UK, it's actually, you can just have a little bit of a trial run, yeah. can't you? It's, so if you've it's never been on a cruise if before, you've never been it's, before it's great for new to cruising. So uh, if you've never cruised before, it's an introduction, but you get, you get the good ships, you've got the big... Mm -hmm. You know the the three and four thousand. Um, we're talking a lot about there, so staycations. Obviously, England is known for its somewhat strange weather. How much of these holiday and your experience as a plus thing is is good, even if we have a bit of strange weather? Well, there's so much to do with it, with all of these because you've not only got um, the accommodation, but then they're actually on on sites or, or they're within a stately home. So you've got restaurants, you've got bars, you've got spas, you've got indoor you've places got indoor to do. So you've got so much, and then We're you've got all the Manchester. resorts. Where are? I'm, I'm used to rain. I'm, I'm more than used to. I used to look at mountains for goodness sake. I'm, I'm used to all weathers to rain. Me, honestly, I'm just asking for our viewers. I'll be, I'd get myself in mud, me. Absolutely. Love but it. having said that, you are still getting bookings for overseas right now. Yes, you? definitely. Yeah. Um, for instance, I've just done a honeymoon uh, couple for the Maldives for April next year. Right. And then we've oh. got all summer next year booking. We've got the ski holidays. We've got snowboarding holidays. We've got all next winter. And then, of course, we've got the med opening on the 17th of May. Can so keeping everything crossed for the med. There being something like a COVID passport coming into fruition. I would say when you've had your second jab, that's when you're going to get your little card. And I think they're going to use that along with a, a, a particular app that's being made at the moment. So um, that alongside the app. It, it's sensible, uh, I think, in my opinion. At I the think moment, it's though. going to come in for sure. Oh, and then know. obviously testing either way. Uh, when, 
when you know a few days before you leave and then obviously when you come back now you mentioned uh, cruises what about if uh, the boats we, we've got plenty of canals haven't we here in the uk yeah any any holidays we've got the um the boating holidays we've got the norfolk broads uh, we've got all of the canals you know all the, the local canals in this area um you so know and also can, abroad what, as well is, we've it, got is it a private boat that you've got to hire or can you can you go, go and join other people they the, the largest number of people i think they sleep is about 16 so if you're going as a group yeah. it's ideal That's for nice. a group that is really good. and for the a one that i'd looked at yeah from 995 they're starting and for a week. cheekily we were mentioning off camera before about motorhomes because i love that yes. program at the moment it's bradley walsh and his son and his son yeah and they're going up and down like the country all to exotic places absolutely gorgeous well, motorhomes. that's another that's another option that. as well because we're now booking um we've got a contract with the uk motorhomes um the American camper vans, you've got the freedom of the roads, you can make your own itinerary, you can stay on a campsite if you want, uh, child friendly, pet friendly as well. And you've got it all there, your barbecue. See, I think this is another year to, to make things a bit different and embrace it and try something you've never tried before. It's embracing the new. Yeah. It's totally embracing yeah. the new. Because the old will come back at some point, but until then, Let's just do something a bit different. And I think the fact that this pandemic has hit has made people slightly adjust what is a good holiday, what is a good time. And I think that's where the staycations are so important now. Yeah. See, that's me in a year. In a year. And I'll get me water <laughs> up. I've always wanted to do a boat down the cruise. But then also the we've, we've got the walking, cycling, hiking holidays. Uh, the adventure holidays, they're all there as well. Oh, so if you want to do good. something a little bit more <laughs> strenuous. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave those ones. But I mean, but, no, we'll it's you in a spa. We should definitely <laughs> Now, you're going to be coming back to us quite a few weeks over the next few weeks. Yes, so hopefully. Oh, that's the the travel industry is just moving so quickly at the minute. And that's so. why we wanted to fully invite you to come back and as much Gary, as possible. Thank you very so much. Gary is the man who can. Honestly. You get your holidays from our Gary, don't you? I would never go to anybody else because everything is done so professionally and we're just like a lot of love yeah there's a lot of love now if people yeah. haven't used you before and they want to use you how do they get in contact with you how do they book these fantastic vacations yeah. there's my website i'm on facebook um i'm on twitter all the main social medias uh my number 01618267430 um just get in touch and i'll be more than happy to and help. And you are a travel counsellor. Travel counsellor. And counselor. they're the best kept secret in the world, yes. travel counsellors. They cut out all the other bits that you don't need. You go direct to him. And what I loved about the first time I, I booked with you, Gary, is if you are a mum, right, and you're taking kids to a travel agent. Oh, yeah. They run around. You don't know what you've booked, where you've booked, what day it is. But you can just get on the phone to Gary. Go, right, I want that day. I'm looking at this. Come back to me. He comes back to you with, like, all so these amazing things. And he just... Exactly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally tailor-made. kids driving you to Yeah, it's all financially protected. Um, we've got flexi booking um, because of COVID and so on. Um, so I'm still dealing with bookings from people that should have gone last year and they're, they're booked now for next year. So I tell you what, I got um, a swift refund last yeah. year, you, and there was all these people on Watchdog and stuff saying they can't it. get the money back, and I was like, should have gone with the travel counsellors. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Money saving expert voted as number one as well during the pandemic. Martin Lewis Well, we will see you back very soon. Right? <laughs> yes, you. back in the next couple of weeks. Thank That'll you be very marvellous. Well, there we are. We promised you guests galore and we have brought you guests galore. Join us next week as we're talking to TV's Andy Clark, everybody, about a brand new cock. 
tale that he's bringing to Manchester. As if that's not enough, we're also bringing back our legend. Who is it? Oh, titters. But you know what you've got to do. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, tell the world about it. And we love like a few stars or four or five stars. Five stars is always good. Comments are always good as well. Comments are always good. In the meantime, make sure you check us this time next week here exactly in this very